You're listening to the Million Praying Moms podcast, where we believe every mom is uniquely designed by God, but also a part of something much bigger than she could ever be alone. We're authors and moms, Erin Mooring and Brooke McLaughlin, and we're here to help you make prayer your first and best response to the challenges of parenting. Tune in each week to real life conversations with the experts about real issues Christian parents face today. If you're ready to learn practical ways to focus on Christ as you seek wisdom and hope for the difficult job of raising children in today's world, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Hey there, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Erin Mooring. And I'm Brooke McLaughlin. And today we're coming to you friend to friend to place a stone of remembrance of sorts. You may have heard by now that at the end of this month, October of 2021, Erin will be stepping down from Million Praying Moms, and we thought it would be fun and a very meaningful way to say goodbye to spend a few minutes remembering the highlights of our time and ministry together over the last almost 12 years. But in case you hadn't heard the news yet, Erin, maybe start us off today by sharing your heart. Yeah, sure. So yes, October will be My last month with Million Praying Moms after, I think we've decided on 12 years is about the right amount of time. It's close. If it's not exact, it's close. It's been so long. I can't even remember exactly (laughs) when it happened. But um, uh, God has been leading me, you know, over the past couple of years to a new season. And uh, it's time for me to listen and obey. And um Part of that is laying down my role with Million Praying Moms, and um, it's important for us to be talking to you about this because there is no conflict. <laughs> there is no negative right. reason that I'm leaving Million Praying Moms at all. It, it was simply just the leading of God to a new season focused on home and family and more local ministry and involvement and service. And I know he's been pushing me in that way for a while, but I just can't let go of things when they're good. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I am, uh, I'm not a hoarder, but I don't want to get, if something is still good for me and, and useful and all of that, I want to hold on to it, especially when it's serving the Lord in, um, in something good. but. When he asks you to leave that and lay that down for a new season, um, the only right answer is to obey that. And so yeah. um, I I will be leaving this and um, pursuing, you know, more time with our three growing boys who are in three different schools and <laughs> always getting busier and busier and serving more in their schools and in our local church and um, and seeing what God has for me there. And, you know, he's already lined up a few things that I know he's asked me to do. And I'm excited about those, but that doesn't make this any easier. You know, yeah. um, we've, we've talked before um, and we talk more about this in our Patreon podcast, but just about um, knowing that there are seasons and that we can't do all the seasons at once. So we have to let one mm-hmm. go to, make room for the next one. And that's what it feels like happening here. So, yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, when, when Erin came to me, um, it was interesting because the Lord has been kind of moving her in this direction for a while now, a couple years, she's been feeling like we were maybe coming to the end of, of things, but I really felt like the Lord had been preparing me for it as well. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I felt like 
it was coming and I didn't know exactly what it was going to look like, but it was really neat when we had the conversation, we were both okay with it. It wasn't, it wasn't an easy thing to talk about after you've done ministry with someone for that long. Um, you know, Aaron is like, honestly, I've probably talked to you almost every day for the last 12 years, except yep. the weekends, right? Except the like, weekends. I yeah. know. And sometimes um, the weekends, but we've yes. gotten better about that. Yeah. <laughs> we have, we have gotten better about that, but you know, it, it's not an easy thing, but we really both feel like, um, that the Lord was preparing us for it. And so when she came to me, um, I was okay with it. And I, I knew immediately that million praying moms would go on. So if you're worried, no, Million Praying Moms is not closing. Um, I am going to keep it going, but I'm going to need your prayers as we move forward. So to that end, um, we're going to take a break from the podcast until the new year. So I can have time to think and pray and hear from the Lord. So our next podcast season will release in January of 2022. And I can't even believe I'm saying 2022. That just blows me away. But I'm not over 2020 yet. I'm so. not either. <laughs> I'm not sure anyone is to be quite realistic. But uh, so we'll be taking a break for the next couple months and we'll come back in January of 2022. But in the meantime, if you'd like to pray specifically for me or for Million Praying Moms as we move forward, there are some specific prayer needs available in today's show notes. And I would love for you to commit to praying them for us. So please be sure to check those out. So Erin, let's take some time and remember some of the very best things about this ministry. Why don't you kick us off? Yeah. Okay. So for those of you that have not been around since the beginning, I want to like take us back do a little time travel here because the way this all came together was only God. And especially at that time, like I know social media is huge now and everybody has it. But when we started, it was still like, you know, kind of new. Novel. Yeah. yeah, right. It was. And my kids would have been, well, I would have, I only had two kids, two boys at the time. Um, and they were four and two or yeah. even maybe three and one at the time. Yeah, they were and, all young. You know, as a young mom, as a young Christian mom who, A, did not, have a brother did not did not grow up with boys and was suddenly mom to two boys here and b i became a christian when i was 18 um and i grew up going to church but not having a personal relationship with jesus and um i really didn't know what that looked like to parent these two young boys to learn to love jesus and so i was feeling kind of lost and I was invited to a lunch of moms of boys nearby. And they called, they jokingly called the group, the mob society, <laughs> mothers of boys. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love that. And I, I wanted to continue those conversations, but, and we'll get to Brooke and I's connection here, but I was like, there is nowhere on the internet in blog land, because blogs were everything mm -hmm. at the time that was really pointing me towards how to show my boys Jesus and yeah. specifically talking about moms of boys and helping them specifically love the Lord and accept them for who they are and all of those things. There's a lot of stuff out there about, uh, oh my gosh, my house smells and they're gross and wild and crazy and all of those things, but not a lot of 
um, encouragement, you right. know? Not um, that those things aren't important because they do smell and they are. They do. <laughs> they All are of those crazy. things are very, very true. Yes. But I was looking for more encouragement than right. acknowledgement of the things I already knew. Exactly. <laughs> and so I, of course, I could not write anything at the time about how to do this because I didn't know what I was doing. So I just kind of put a call out there. Like if you're a Christian mom of boys and have thoughts on this, would you write something on my blog for me? And I had a few people line up and we made it like a weekly series and man, it it was so encouraging to me. And I believe then on Twitter, I shared one of these Mm -hmm. and Brooke, me in Nebraska, Brooke in Virginia saw (laughs) this and was like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what's been on my heart. Mm -hmm. Like this is precisely what I've been noticing about the blogosphere that we used, like we used to call it. (laughs) Um, We're really dating ourselves right now. (laughs) That's okay. Um, It's all right. But uh, that was the connection point. And it was on Twitter, which I'm hardly on anymore. But I know that neither was, one of us are really on Twitter at all anymore. Which No, is, but that was ironic. the thing at the time. That mm-hmm. is where we connected as Christian writers and bloggers and moms. We, I mean, everybody was yeah. on there. Instagram was not a thing yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the Lord saw it fit to get each other's attention and do it through Twitter. and say, Brooke's like, I think there's something to this that we should be moving more towards a, a ministry or a, I guess just a blog at the time. But right. that was the heart of it was like, if, if this is on both of our hearts, there's obviously a need for this. And, um, and that's where it started the mob yeah. society. Yeah, yeah, it really did. I remember that so well. And, and uh, just feeling like, you know, you were hosting it once a week or whatever. And I just really felt like the Lord was saying, you know, I think there's more content here. I think there's, I think there's enough that it could carry its own brand, so to speak, you know, and and we had no idea what that was going to grow into. We could never have foreseen any of that, but, um, but God, we were, were, we had no idea what we were doing either. And neither one, we both had young children. And so neither one of us really felt um, great about teaching other moms how to do this boy mom right. thing. Uh, so we just started pulling people around us that yeah. knew more than we did. And and I know we'll get to that in a minute, but um, yeah, it, it was just a real journey and I'm, I'm grateful for it. I think one of the most encouraging things about that time for me was knowing that I wasn't the only one yes. who was thinking, I have no idea what I'm doing here. Yeah. Like I just, I needed that. And we, we had a lot of moms that came alongside us that said the same thing. Mm-hmm. And we also had a lot of moms that came alongside us to say, I know where you've been mm-hmm. and what you're feeling. And I may only be a couple steps ahead of you in the journey, but here's my experience or here's what I've learned or, you know, and nobody came at it from the angle of I've got this figured out, but more of a, I'm with you type of thing. And that was just Mm -hmm. so needed for me at the time. Yeah. Um, And a lot, you know, we will always say that this ministry came out of our need Mm -hmm. and it actually continued to, to grow us and 
throughout as it as it grew into whatever it was at the time it was also born out of our needs and our what we were seeing as the needs around us and yeah. I love that because it was it it has never been I know what we're doing mm-hmm. <laughs> so let me tell you how to do this yeah it's always really been us like hey come walk with us yep come walk mm-hmm. beside us in this and we're you know if we're maybe just one step ahead of you in the journey, then we'll just share what the Lord's given us and, and go from there. So it's, I've really enjoyed that. Yeah. And we did not meet in person until relevant. Yeah, it was, it was the first relevant. Uh, I think it's worth uh, saying that we've actually only laid eyes on each other in 12 years of ministry. Like what is it? Four four Four, times, four times, four times in 12 years of ministry that we've actually seen each other face to face. And and that is one of the challenges. It's, you know, Twitter made it, made it easy for someone from Nebraska and someone from Virginia to connect and, and for God to do something, but it didn't necessarily make it easier for us to find a way to get to be together. So, you know, that's just, it's just the way that it's been. Although we talk almost every day, we've only literally laid eyes on each other yes. four times. So yes, really kind of crazy, but I like to say that like when everybody was getting acquainted with zoom in 2020, we were like old pros. At- <laughs> yeah. We we're like, we've been doing this forever. <laughs> so, Cause that's how we, that's how we talk. So yep, yeah, we, that- we talk on zoom and, yes. and all this stuff all the time. But yeah. um, for me in, well, maybe we should talk about our writing team next because that was really kind of the next yeah. thing that came out of it. And those were the people that we were just talking about. Like we have had so many people that have come alongside us along the way. We started with a writing team of what, 25? Yeah, there was a bunch of women who surrounded us and said, you know what, I think I have something to offer here. Um, and, and like you said earlier, none of them were professing to be experts, all of them came from, I mean, from the very beginning, that voice that we've had has, has not necessarily been one from the platform that says we know exactly what to do. It really has been like in the middle of the crowd, face to face, heart to heart saying, let's see if we can figure this out together. So, and I would say somebody, somebody asked me, um, an, an agent from a publishing house asked me years ago, um, an editor, actually, she said, what is like the very best thing, the very best part for you of having, you know, this opportunity to um, have some kind of ministry, online ministry and and writing and that kind of thing. And without hesitation, I said, it has been the other women, like true, deep, rich women of the Lord that, that God has brought around us that we've gotten to learn from. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like I've, I can't even believe that I've gotten to build a relationship with some of these women who are so just strong, mighty women of God, not perfect by any stretch and, and willing to be vulnerable. But, but that has been one of the very best things for me about all of this is getting to see and learn from other women that, you know, know more than I do. Yeah. I mean, that, that even from that very first writing team, which was huge, Mm -hmm. which was so fantastic to have that wealth of, of storytelling and life experience that, that they, you know, provided to the ministry. And then the ones that have been alongside us, even in the background, you know, ministering with us and praying for us along the way, 
like that, you know, we went through, um, we homeschooled for a while. Mm -hmm. We moved in the middle of all of this. And there were times where that was really lonely. And the women that were praying for us, that we were, that were also doing ministry that we could talk with and, and say, Hey, you know, this is what we're going through and, you know, walk with each other through that stuff. I mean, that helped a lot in, in seasons where it was hard to go out and, you know, meet new friends. Cause you know, we're home a lot and I have little ones and had another baby and all of that stuff. And so I've always been so, so grateful for, you know, the writing team, but also for the ones that have just faithfully been there alongside us the whole way that we know we can go to with prayer requests that mm -hmm. are cheering us on our um, sharing everything. Yeah. You know, like that's just been one of the best parts of this um, for me. Yeah. That's so fantastic. And I know, and, oh, go yeah. ahead. well, I was just going to say, I know we got to lead, meet a lot of people through the times we did actually see each other. Yeah. Those, those relevant trips. Oh my gosh. Relevant was a Christian women's blogging conference slash influencers conference. Yeah. Um, what like, so I believe we went in 2010 and 11. Mm-hmm. Yep. Those would have been the years because the second time we went, I was pregnant with our, mm -hmm. with our, um, youngest, you know, just getting to like talk face to face with people and have fun together when everything's been on screen before that, getting to be your voice. When you <laughs> lost your voice. Yes. That's an entirely different story we could talk about. Yes. I lost my voice um, completely at one of those. Yeah. It was craziness. Oh my gosh, that was, but we also got to have some in-person meetups mm -hmm. at those two with not just the women that wrote for us, but other boy moms. Yeah. Cause that was our, still our focus at the time. And I, obviously I'm a people person. We talk about this all the time. So getting to actually be face to face, hanging out with people talking into the wee hours of the, of the night and just, um, learning from and having fun with one another was really a, a big highlight for me at the time. Yep. So fantastic. And it's been interesting because from the beginning, um, you know, you and I both have really grown in, in what we felt like the Lord has called us to do as a part of this ministry, mm -hmm. but you in particular, you know, our roles have been different. So yeah. why don't you talk a little bit about yeah. how the Lord has grown you in ministry right. through this? Yeah. Um, so when we started off, I was doing a lot more writing, like on my own blog and, and, um, and we took turns writing on the blog along with our writing team and doing all of that. But we had some needs come up over the years, um, w involving like graphic design. And I've always, I was, I was telling my husband, like, it's not clear. It was not clear to me at the time, but it is so clear now that I've always been a creative kid. I mm -hmm. love arts and crafts and handwriting and scrapbooking, although that just got abandoned really quickly once kids entered the picture <laughs> yes. because it's just a lot of work and too much. But um, I, I think through the ministry, I was able to rediscover that love of the creative side because we needed it. Mm -hmm. We needed images and designs for products and, and stuff like that. And, oh, I just fell in love with that stuff. The fact that I can design 
and, and use that gift for the Lord in this whole new way that I would have never even dreamed of, um, really opened up a lot of opportunities for us and a lot of, you know, freedom in that way. I feel like that, that was helpful, but I really had fun with it too. You know, I, I enjoy creating nice looking, nice, pretty, pretty things, <laughs> like making pretty things. Um, and I mean, I just would, would have never guessed that that was something that the Lord would lead me to use for ministry. And I'm so thankful that he led in that direction. At, at the time I was like, what the heck, what am I going to do? I don't know how to do any of this. Um, but you know, that's just another example of the seasons that we were talking about. Mm -hmm. Like there was a really long season where I was writing a lot and I loved it and that kind of dried up and that's okay. Like, because he showed me another way to use, use gifts for him. And, and thankfully we have you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I'm the one that everybody calls the wordy girl. So I have all the words. So if you're reading something from us, it's from Brooke. And if you're seeing something that, that's yep, designed, it's, it's yep. from me. And that's, that's right. I, I'm really thankful. Like, I, I'll be super honest. Uh, I floundered for a little while when I felt like my writing voice had lost me. Or I had lost my writing voice, I guess. <laughs> um, I just, I felt like I had lost that. And I really wasn't sure what what I was supposed to be doing. It was very frustrating. And when the need arose for me to learn how to do graphic design stuff, it, it was like something clicked. It was just, and I was very thankful for that. And it, it released a lot of tension and frustration for me. And, um, you know, it was, it was like a light bulb came on. So, yeah, that's awesome. Have you ever faced a season where life to the full feels just out of reach the light seems like it's just over the horizon or lies seem to crowd out the truth in this her new devotional beloved singer and songwriter ellie holcomb invites you to steep your soul in the living word take hold of it wrestle with it bury it in your heart and watch as it brings about life and flourishing filled with encouraging and honest reflections beautifully designed scripture memory pages and wonderful questions to help you process. Fighting Words is a devotional where you can wrestle, respond to, and take hold of precious truths in God's Word to help you push back the lies that so often consume, distract, and destroy us. All right, so take us through what it was like to switch from the Mob Society to Million Praying Moms. Because as I look back, like that was that's probably the biggest thing, right? Like it, that's, it is, it's huge. So if you, like I said, if you weren't around when we were the mob society during that time, Brooke launched praying for boys. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, I mean, that is where your heart has always been in mm-hmm. that, you know, we started the ministry to talk about raising godly men and prayer quickly became a big part of it. And we started having these prayer calendars and, you know, like this idea of praying it and, and Brooke's heart for praying scripture over our kids turned into a book called Mm -hmm. praying for boys, which is all, you know, scripture based prayers where you just plug in your kid's name and it's fantastic. But in the middle of all that, we are providing tons and tons of content for 
specifically for moms of boys because that's what we were. We right. couldn't speak to the moms of girls. Not that we don't have shared interests and thoughts as just moms in general, but we did not feel comfortable at the time speaking specifically to moms of girls. Right. And thankfully we had our good friends, Stacy and Terry Lynn that Mm -hmm. have girls and, and were able to fill in that space and, and speak into that need. But after a while it became apparent that we were, I mean, we were getting emails all the time saying, you know, why don't you do this for everyone? You know, I have boys and girls and I, I know I can pray this for them as it is, but I would love to see this more for everybody. And I mean, we probably got those messages for several years before really feeling, I mean, we prayed a long time about how to answer those and how to move forward. And for a long time, the answer was just, that's not our space. Right. It's just not something we felt like we could speak authentically to. Right. Um, and, and I think for me, you know, we did get a lot of those emails, but I think the one that really changed things for me, um, toward the end of the, the, the mob society time period or, or ministry, we had started making prayer journals, creating prayer journals yeah. and they were called my book of prayer and we loved them. We still love them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but they were specifically for mothers of boys. And so uh, we actually had a mom who emailed us or reached out to us some way. And she said, this morning I was using my book of prayer and um, my daughter came in and picked it up and started looking through it. And she, she realized that it was something just for her brother. And she said to me, mom, why don't you have something like this for me? Uh-huh. And the, the mom was like, oh, <laughs> you know? yeah. like, why don't I? And, and when she shared that story with us, we just thought, you know what? It, we are not just ministering to mothers of boys with this ministry because like, you know, Aaron and I only have boys in our homes, right. Right. but a lot of you who were with us in those early days, you had boys and girls. And so you, you needed something for them. And we really, that email in particular yep. was kind of what. I would say pushed us really hard in the direction of considering at least to do something for right. both moms of girls and moms of boys. At least that yes. was, that was probably what began the push for me. Yeah. I see every, it's been so long and so muddy that I'm like, oh yeah, we did do prayer journals just for yep. moms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and those prayer journals, like like such a labor of love. You have no idea how much we loved those and how much we worked on making them perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, nothing's perfect, but just it was close. You know, it was pretty, <laughs> you know, like how how would this be the most helpful for a mom who wants to pray for her kids and and actually use it? I mean, that was the that was the whole goal. Is like Brooke and I were both able to both share like well, I would use this section, but Mm -hmm. I would use this, you know, like all of this, you know, I'm the one that's always like, I need a bigger space for my study notes. And Mm -hmm. it's like, I need a bigger space for my written out prayers. Mm -hmm. And like, (laughs) you know, I mean, we, we just poured over those and loved them. And I'm so glad that we were able to take them from just for moms of boys to everybody. And, and the vision then that came out of that for Million Praying Moms was 
just like we we do want this to be for everyone. We we know that now is the time God's calling us to do this and our vision is to have a million praying moms on board with with this mission as well and I still think that's going to happen. Yeah. So uh, it's a it takes a long time to get to a million. It but, does. <laughs> um I mean, I've already been astounded at where he's taken the community size in the years that we've had, you mm-hmm. know, um and uh so anyways, the switch to Million Praying Moms feels like it was a long time coming, but now it feels like the most natural thing in the world. That, it really does. That just fits it. And I think I think it, it's also because the season we're in is one of more community with all moms rather than trying to survive our boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like there's there's always a survival mode in, in motherhood, but where we were when we started the mom society is very different from where we both are now and, and our vision for what, what kind of community we need. And again, like we said, it all comes out of our own experiences Mm -hmm. and, and how we want to come alongside you and, um, and one another. You know, if you are, if you are one of those who just is kind of new to us since we became Million Praying Moms and you had no idea that the Mob Society even existed, it is actually still there. So if you have, if you have young boys or, you know, even teenage boys, there's actually lots of information there for the lifespan. Um, You can go to themobsociety.com and you can just look back through our archives and, and find so much good stuff that is, that is really I would say so much of what's there has shaped. I mean, I, I can't always speak for you, Erin. I think it's probably true of you as well, but I'll speak for me and just say that a lot of what is there has shaped my motherhood. Oh, um, 100%. In, in so many ways. And I'm just so grateful that we got to be a part of that. But I was talking to uh, our friend, Stacey Becker, just over the weekend about the transition. She asked me how, did you know, like she watched from the outside, but she was like, did you have any trouble with that transition? Like, was there any kind of negativity or, or anything like that? And I said, you know, we had a few moms who spoke up and said, boy, I'm really going to miss the mob society. Right. Gosh, I hate that you're, you know, letting yeah. go of this because I really love this ministry. There were people who stepped up and said that kind of thing, yeah. but there was no one really who was like, I hate you. This is the wrong move. I can't <laughs> believe you're doing this dumb thing. <laughs> you know, like the the whole, I think God had just kind of prepared everybody for it. It yeah. it was this really natural outgrowth of what we were already doing. And so when we said we're going to move to a ministry that's for all moms, that really focuses on the heart of prayer, like we'd already been focusing so much yeah. on the heart of prayer for moms that it just made sense. Right. And, you know, honestly, I think one of the things that helped that transition was we had been doing Facebook lives. Mm-hmm. Did we start doing those as the mob society? We did. They were mob live episodes. That's what we yes. called it. Mob live. Right. That's right. And um, I think what helped that transition is we kept those going and we had some that were focused on one or the other. Yeah. Like we tried to, we tried to go towards ones that everybody could relate to, but sometimes there's issues that relate more to boy moms or to girl moms. And so we did try to sprinkle those in. And have occasionally one that was focused on this one, you know, this week we are focusing on, on boy moms or this week we are focusing more on girl moms. And I think that helped like that, that most of it was general content, but, but we did address the fact that there are things 
that we deal with more as moms of boys than moms of girls would and vice versa. And I have to give like special love to the Facebook lives and which, because they're the reasons we ended up with a podcast as well. Um, it's no secret that I love to talk. So I feel, I feel, I already talked about how I kind of felt like I lost my writing voice and I wasn't necessarily sad about it. Um, but I, I felt lost in that. I felt kind of like, what, what am I doing? Uh, the Facebook lives and the podcast really answered that for me because Mm -hmm. I could talk to you all day long and Mm -hmm. that feels a lot more natural, uh, to me. I love speaking. I love having conversations, having coffee with people. And that's what, that's what the Facebook lives and then moving on to the podcast has always felt like to me, like sitting down with an expert and a friend for coffee to discuss something really important to us. I mean, I just love those so much. I love uh, where that all went. Um, it started off with us being on screen and everything. And I think the podcast has been a really great transition for that. And we hope that you guys have enjoyed like getting to drive with us and just hear our conversations mm-hmm. and be, be encouraged by that. But I, I have loved those. Those have a special place in my heart as well. Yeah. I know those gave you a good amount of purpose again in the ministry. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and I think it could be said that you and I are both wordy girls. It just kind of expresses itself differently, it does. <laughs> it does. but you know, what has been really, really fun for me is that you and I are very different in, in almost mm-hmm. every we way. Are. We are very, very different in case it doesn't, in case it's not a hundred percent clear when we're doing podcasts, because you can't always see, you know, behind right. the scenes or whatever. Erin and I are are really almost opposites in a lot of ways. And Mm -hmm. so um, the cool thing is that with the, um, the, the Facebook lives and then the podcast, I really feel like it, it brought together both of our strengths and that's kind of what God has done this whole time, this whole, you know, over a decade of ministry together, he has just used the, the opposite ways that we function. And even sometimes the opposite ways we think to yeah. uh, bring out the best in each other and, and hopefully create something that has served this community really well over time. Yeah. It's a good, um, it's just such a good illustration of how he provides. And we like, I'm, I'm going to try not to get emotional, now, <laughs> you know, all that, but honestly, the biggest thing that I've learned and experienced through all of million praying moms is how to trust God to provide for everything. Because running a business and a ministry is not for the faint of heart. No, it is not (laughs) at all. Um, I've always been very thankful to be doing it with someone and specifically you, but um, we have had to trust him Mm -hmm. a lot with what's our next step with where's the money going to come from with, you know, who should we be partnering with, with, should we talk about this topic? You know, there have been so many times in this ministry that I've had to just be like, okay, God, I need to hear from you. And then I need to trust that you are going to take care of this. It Mm -hmm. has been huge for building my faith. It has been huge for trusting him. It has been huge for seeing him as the provider of all things. 
Um, because there have been times where you and I did not know how something was going to happen. Yep. We knew we were supposed to do it. Plenty. There's been plenty of times. I feel like that's important. It's not, it's not just that we've had, you know, a few times over the last decade of ministry where we weren't sure how something was going to get paid for or, or how this was going to happen. It has actually been a lot, a lot, (laughs) a lot that we've wondered, how is this going to happen? And there have been times, a lot of times when God has provided like down to the dime of, of what we needed, you know, Mm -hmm. really. Exactly. And there have also been times where we needed him to, to just do something to Mm -hmm. show up that wasn't even money related. And he has, Mm -hmm. and I am able to look back and, and just remember that, you know, you talked about putting a stone of remembrance, like there's a whole line of them from times that he did exactly what he promised he would do in situations throughout this ministry that I like if you and I had tried our hardest, we couldn't have made happen. Mm -hmm. And um, it started with bringing us together and it continued all the way through. And it even continued through preparing us both to be ready for the end of this season. Mm -hmm. And I, I will always look to all of those things when something comes up in my life as reminders of his faithfulness of going back to his word and to his promises when things look bleak um, and, you know, making him, you know, we say making prayer, our first, our first plan, our first priority, mm-hmm. like that we have lived that out yeah. in this ministry. And that is, you know, while, we may be ministering to you. God has been ministering to us in those ways throughout the whole time. And I'm grateful for that. There lots of, lots of trusting, lots of growing, lots of hard stuff, mm-hmm. but with him always there. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. I think um, this has been really good for me today to reflect on all of these things because yeah. man, it's been a ride. I mean, it really has. It's been a ride, something of a roller coaster ride at times, but it's been a ride. (laughs) Well, you know, it's just things are never boring. No, (laughs) it's never been boring. But I I do think there's something really special about remembering all the ways that God has provided for us and directed our steps over the last decade. I know for me, my husband and I were just talking about this the other day. When I look back, when I intentionally look back, and, and see all the ways that God has provided for us, then it gives me faith and renews my, it renews my faith really that he's going to do it again. You know, as I look back, I can say, Oh, look, God did that. Oh, God did that. Well, that wouldn't have been possible without God. I still don't know how we handled that apart from God. You know, that was not me. That was God. There's so many of those moments Mm -hmm. that God's given us as a part of, of doing this. Um, and just, Seeing God's faithfulness in those times is a is a promise to me that He will continue to be faithful um, in the future. So, yeah, that's- I'm excited. I'm excited for what He's going to do next with Million Praying Moms. Yeah, really me am. too. I, I feel like He has given me a peace and a and an excitement about the new season for Million Praying Moms as well, and not just what He's leading me to. I think it 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 signals something new that he's doing something new there as well. And 
I, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be, but I'm going to be watching. <laughs> I'm going to be excited about it. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm excited about it too. I do have a, I do have an excitement. I would um, really love your prayers. So if you, you know, if you're just tuning in late or whatever, you can go to the, the show notes for today's episode. And there's some specific prayer requests written there that you can, you know, I would just covet your prayers for the next season. And as a reminder, we're going to take a break from the podcast so that I can figure that stuff out. Um, so, you know, the month of November, the month of December, I'm going to be praying and asking the Lord to show me what the next steps for the ministry are and trying to execute some of them and put them into place. And the podcast itself is going to be moving back to a more seasonal format, which means that I'm going to release new episodes several in a row and then probably take some time off in between seasons. So don't forget that the next season on the Million Praying Moms podcast will begin in January of 2022. So make sure to tune in then and and we'll see you in all the other places. I want to encourage you guys to to go make sure if you've never have, go make sure that you follow Erin at home with the boys in all of the places so that you can um, stay tuned and stay in tune with what she's doing and how God's working through her. And Erin, if it's okay with you, I'm going to close us with a prayer for you in this new season of your, your life. Is that all right? That'd be great. Thank you. Lord, thank you so much for all that you have done in the last over a decade. Lord, it really is just so faith building to look back and see your hand so clearly. Lord, I could name so many things that we haven't named today. So many times when I know that you did it and it wasn't us, but it was you. Um, And over the years, Lord, I've been so, so grateful to have Aaron, to have someone that, that when I was really, really weak, she was often strong. And when I was feeling, uh, you know, when she was in need of strength, I was feeling strong. And so I've just been so grateful that that we have each other, Lord, and that we could do this together. And I do trust that the plans that you have for both of us are good. I do trust, Lord, that whatever this next season looks like for both of us, that you're in it. You're not going to lead us somewhere that you're not already there and that you don't you don't already have a plan for us, Lord. And so I just ask you to bless Aaron and her family as they move into this new season. I pray for a deepening of relationships in her home and in her community. And I pray that you would show her just as you always have in Million Praying Moms, that you would show her how to use her gifts and talents that you've given her to benefit other people and to share the gospel in her own community. Lord, we lift all these things up to you in Jesus name. Amen. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of the Million Praying Moms podcast. You can connect with other praying moms by following us on Instagram at Million Praying Moms or in the Million Praying Moms community at millionprayingmoms.com, where you'll find links and show notes for each podcast episode. And remember, with each new episode, we offer five free scripture-based prayers based on that show's topic. Simply visit www.millionprayingmoms.com and sign up to get yours sent to your inbox right away. Till next time. It's a crazy world out there, moms and dads. I'm Katherine Seegers, host of Christian Parent Crazy World, the podcast that tackles tough topics to help you be a godly parent in an ungodly world. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com. Dot com.